0: And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, everybody, it's so great to be back with you. And I really mean that. I truly enjoy having this podcast. People have asked me, you know, what's it like? I have felt that there are things that I need to get out, things that I need to learn and explore as a student, and I want to do it with you. There are things that have changed my life that I feel compelled and honored and also ethically bound to share with other people. And I'm actually really, really enjoying this. I really am. So I love being on here with you. Thank you for listening. I know there are so many other podcasts that you could be listening to right in this moment. And I know there's so many other things you could be doing. And I also know that there's a lot of noise and a lot of stuff and a lot of distractions and a lot of pressure and a lot of stress. And I just want to thank you. And I really, really cherish these moments with you. So we are finally on Instagram. And I would love for you to visit there, follow, and follow the story And also, let me know who you are and where you're listening from, because we see all the downloads going up. We're almost 30,000. And I know I mentioned on another episode, if you haven't heard, we broke top 100 on iTunes. And yet, so many of you, I don't know who you are. If you're not in our text community, I haven't interacted with you. So if you'd like to join the text community, by the way, just text 260-217-4675 and just say hello or hey or anything, and it will tell you exactly what to do to get connected so that you will get the text that I send out. I don't send a ton, maybe about once a week or once every two weeks, and I'm really getting great feedback and interaction there, and that's the first group to know about things that we have coming, which, by the way, we have a free Zoom coming up. I'll be announcing only in the text community. So make sure you join the text community. And I want to gather everybody on Zoom so I can see your faces and take questions. And we're going to hear from some listeners sharing how some of the episodes have impacted them. It's really going to be great. So you'll hear about that in the next few weeks through the text community. Again, text 260-217-4675. As far as IG, what are you going to see on Instagram? I will be in the Instagram story almost daily, and every episode will be logged there, and I'll write something about it, and um, we'll start a conversation in there about what we're chatting about on BU. So as I started this episode, I almost pulled back because I thought, this is just so obvious. What you're going to say, Jill, is obvious to the BU listener because this is what we stand for, but I'm going to say it anyway. Because I don't know about you, but there are many times where I need a kick in the butt and I need a reminder. I already know it. I've been told it a million times, but I need to hear it again. And sometimes I want to. Like, I'll say, will you please coach me right now? Like, just tell me. Tell me what I know I need to hear. So that's what I'm going to do here. I'm inviting you and also challenging you to live a life where you are being yourself without apology and Thinking for yourself, living the life that you want to live the way you want to live it, and not fearing what other people are saying about you on and offline. You know, this whole cancel culture that we're living in right now. I wish I had the statistics in front of me, but Bill Maher just did a video about how, whether you're on the right or the left or in the middle, over 70% of people who were asked in this survey, on the right and the left and in the middle, said that they are sick and tired of cancel culture. That it's like everyone is offended all the time about everything. And when everything's offensive, then nothing's offensive, right? There are things that are offensive. There are things that need to be corrected. There is a mindset and systemic ways of being, especially in the United States of America, that need to be rectified and that need to be changed. That's my opinion. And If we make everything wrong and everything offensive, we actually are losing that fight, in my opinion. And so many people, you know, if we just look at the current situation right now in the United States, I know many of you do not live here, okay? But this conversation will still be applicable to your life in some way, I promise you. Maybe where you live, it's about the roles of women. And the way women are supposed to dress and the way women are supposed to act. And you're like, "Mm, yeah, but I don't know that I believe that. In the United States right now, it's so volatile and it's so emotionally charged, this topic of this virus and the V-A-C-C-I-N-E that is supposedly the solution for that. And if you feel one way or another, someone's going to tell you that you're wrong whether you're for it or against it or whether you question it or you support it, someone's going to tell you that you're wrong. And as I've said before, I just would love it if we'd get to a place where we just respect our differences, each person's differences. You believe one thing. I believe one thing. I hear you. Yes, I see you. I validate you, sister, brother, and I'll You know, why can't we do that? So when I say think for yourself, I don't mean that in a condescending way, but some of you hearing this need to hear someone say, it's okay to think for yourself. We are looking at everyone else for how we should think, how we should feel, how we should behave, what we should say, what we shouldn't say. And we're scared, and rightly so. When you look at cancel culture, it's a little scary. Oh God, if I say this, even as I started this episode, I thought, oh my gosh, is this gonna cause some sort of uproar? Are people going to be you know, angered or offended? Am I gonna get canceled? And I'm inviting you to live your life not giving a shit about that. Now, it doesn't mean you don't care about people, and it doesn't mean you want people to think like you. I absolutely don't want people to think like me, and I absolutely don't know that I'm right. And I also would say that you don't know that you're right, and I hope that you don't want me to think like you. I'm inviting people just to think for themselves. Whatever the conclusion is, it's none of my business. I wish we could all live our lives that way. And I say we because I get caught up in that too. There are certain things that I'm opinionated about. I need to stop and check myself and say, hold on, sister. It doesn't matter if you think you can prove you're right. You don't really know for sure. And does it really matter? Just live your life and be you. And the people who agree will agree, and the people who don't won't. And it's okay to have conversations because, you know, I want you to share things with me that cause me to look at the world differently. If everyone just is tight lipped because they're afraid of offending other people, we also won't learn from anyone because we're only surrounding ourselves with and listening to people who agree with us. That's always a mistake. Always a good idea to surround ourselves with people who are different from us. So, my five closest friends have different opinions than me on a couple of hot topics right now. Completely, like, they all agree, and I have a different opinion. And I love that. Like, I like that. I like that I have friends that aren't just like me. I learn from them, and I hope they learn from me. When we look at what's going on right now with the topic of masks, I would be an an idiot to come on here and think that any of you want to talk about masks. Why would you want to talk about that? It's everywhere. And I also would be an idiot to assume that I'm right and that that someone should agree with me. So that's not what I'm wanting to get into. When I bring up the topic of masks, my point is that if there's something in you that is questioning, hold on a second. If the people telling us that we all need to wear masks truly, 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 truly care about our health, then why isn't anyone, and I mean anyone, on television, on morning shows, on afternoon shows, on the news in the evening, anyone in Hollywood, you know, anyone who can get a microphone, why aren't those people talking about getting more vitamin D, getting out in the sunshine, thinking positive thoughts, connection, strengthening our immune system, supplementation? Reducing our sugar intake. Hydrating with clean filtered water if it's accessible. Like, why are we not hearing that anywhere? So this, the statement I just made about the masks I know that's a triggering word, but it's not about the masks. Whether you believe we should all be masked up or not, I'm not judging and I'm not even going to go there. But if you are starting to question whether you're pro-mask or not, hold on a minute. It seems a little weird. That no one who has control of the airwaves is talking about what really makes us healthy. If no one's talking about the fact that most Americans are obese and that obesity is a huge factor in whether or not any kind of virus becomes detrimental and and, and could be deadly. Why isn't anyone talking about how to not be obese or what's causing obesity or Hold on a minute. Before this virus even came around, it was no different. I've spent years and years and years and years going into schools and preaching and teaching people about the importance of eating raw fruits and vegetables, proper supplementation, hydration, etc., and not just Choosing quick fix and medications and band aids. And I would talk and lecture all over the country and all over, I've been to Canada several times, lecturing on our broken healthcare system in the United States and the fact that it's sick care instead of healthcare. Like, this is not a new conversation. But here's the part that just I don't understand. We're in the biggest health crisis we've ever been in during this pandemic, and still no one's talking about it. For me, that's really troubling. And it causes my intuition to start asking questions. Now, remember, we won't hear our intuition if we're focused on the opinions of other people, if we're clogged up by what everybody else is saying. If we are focused on our intuition and we are finding and being ourselves, our intuition will be very clear with us. And if your intuition, your gut, your heart is telling you whatever it's telling you, it's not wrong. It's the way, it's the path you're supposed to take. But but the point of this, is, this episode is that there are many people, and I'm going to say, I'm going to throw out a number, millions, I'll say millions of people, whose intuition is questioning what we are hearing right now, but we're afraid to say it. And then we start thinking maybe it's just us. Maybe I'm the only one who feels this way. And I will submit, if I, as if I were an attorney in court, I would submit, exhibit A, I would submit that many people are feeling that feeling. And then they're wondering if they're the only one, and they're not because you feel the same way. But we're afraid to say it because we don't want to be canceled. We don't want to be judged. We don't want drama. We don't want conflict. And we feel like no one else feels this way. And my intuition tells me that, quote, unquote, they, whoever you want to make that be, the forces of B, the be, they want us to feel that way. They want us to think we're crazy. They want us to think that we're the only ones that feel this way. They want us to believe that everybody agrees with them. They're going to pass out checks and give us money to keep us quiet while they're telling us what we can and we cannot do. They're shutting our businesses down, but then giving us checks and telling us that they're rescuing us. Again, I'm not asking you to to agree with me. I'm telling you, this is what my gut is telling me. And I think so many of us are looking at this paradigm and we're going, something smells fishy. But then if you question it, then you're a conspiracy theorist. But wait a minute, why would that make someone a conspiracy theorist to use logic, to use rationale and reasoning, and to follow their gut? Why would that be someone who's a conspiracy theorist? So when it comes to how you want to live your life, who and how you want to love, how you want to live, how you want to raise your children, how you want your relationships to look, what you want your vocation to be, whether or not you want to have Material things. I heard someone say the other day that they actually don't feel comfortable, and I get this, saying out loud that they like nice things and they want nice things because there are a lot of people who don't have access to nice things and that you should just want to serve. And success isn't about material things. When I say I want us to think for ourselves, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to think for myself right in front of you right now live. I disagree with that. You don't have to, though, but I do. I'm getting to the point as I'm approaching 50 where I am sick and tired of not being true to who I am. And who I am is someone who values people and relationships, peace, harmony, joy, self-expression, all of that over material things all day long, every damn day. And I like nice things. I never had them growing up. I don't think that they make me happy. They're not where I get my joy, but I want them. And I'm starting to get more comfortable with that. And if you are someone who feels that way, I get it. I don't want to be lumped into, I don't want to be called, I don't want people to assume, oh my gosh, what if we just said, I don't care. Let them talk. Let them say what they want. I don't care because I know who I am, and God knows who I am, and the people in my life who are important to me know who the fuck I am. So say what you want. My friend Sharon Davis, one of my closest friends, I love her, and she's one who's been really helpful in that department because she loves nice things. She likes her Chanel purse. She likes her Birken bag. She likes all her nice stuff. She likes nice cars. She's just, I mean, she's gone to Paris and spent three days trying to get some exclusive purse that you have to be, like, chosen to get. (laughs) I don't even know what the hell it is. But it makes her happy. She does not give a rip what I or anyone else thinks. She cares what her parents think. She cares what her husband thinks. She cares what her daughter thinks and maybe a couple other people, and that's it. And she's about 10 years younger than me. She got it way before me. And I'm still not even there. Like, I'm just like getting warmed up and I'm getting, well, that's not true. I would say that I'm, if, if we're looking at a baseball field, I'm probably third, just approaching third base and I'm ready to come home. I'm ready to bring it home. I am ready to say and declare, I want what I want. I love who I love. I am who I am. The world will adjust. Whatevs. And I know a lot of you feel that way. I know there are people right now who are very challenged by this. And others are like, girl, I'm ahead of you. And others are like, oh, man, 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 this sounds good. I would really like to live that way. And, but you're afraid. You're afraid because you want to do it only in community with us. In other words, if it's outside of a bubble of people who feel that way, you're uncomfortable. I want to get to the point where I, at least, I don't know about you, can be unleashed into a sea of people who disagree with me, and I do not care. People who point, people who stare. And I just hold my head up high, and I walk confidently through that crowd. I want my children to live that way. I don't even want them to change their life because of what I will think. I hope my opinion matters to them, and I think it does, but I want them to choose them first. Like the people who judge, the people who have these, you know, like online businesses, you know, social selling or direct sales or network marketing, you can look at it and go, I just, I'm not interested. But how about we do it without pointing fingers and without judging those people? How about we cheer them on and go, you go. Good for you. I saw someone today posted the best visual and it was an empty room. And it said, here is a room filled with all of the people who pay your bills Walk on your shoes every day, determine your future, and love your family way more than you possibly could. These are the same people you should allow to discourage you. Let that sink in. And I would add, these are the same people whose opinions should matter to you. These are the same people who you should let tell you how you should think. These are the same people in this empty room, meaning no one, who get to think for you. You get to think for yourself. And if what you say and what you do and how you be challenges and questions their paradigm, oh, well. If it makes you feel safe and comfortable and it makes you feel better and you believe you are correct to wear 13 masks when you go into Whole Foods, I am telling you, I used to judge you. I did, but no more. I'm going to say good for Susie. I love that she feels better. But Susie, if you dare come over and you point at me and you tell me I'm a bad human because I don't have mine positioned correctly or I don't have one on, I know some of you will say, well, hold on a second. This is about health and wellness and there's science, to, there's science on both sides. There are scientists who are reputable on both sides of this argument. And you and I are not certain who's correct. So that's why we have to use our own compass. And you might, there might be people listening right now who are like, I'm done with BU because the difference is if you err on the wrong side, you could make someone sick. Okay, you're right. That could be true. But I don't believe that. And if it was that unsafe, then why were all the box stores open while all of the small businesses were closed? Isn't that interesting? Don't we wonder why why is it that I could be packed in like sardines at one of the big box stores, but I couldn't go in one person at a time into a small business so that that person did not have to file bankruptcy? That has nothing to do with whether or not we should be wearing a mask or getting a shot or what we think about where this thing came from, which, by the way, there's a lot of new information coming out about the truth behind where this whole thing actually originated. And there were scientists who were saying that in the past. And what happened? They were made out to be idiots, crazy, untrustworthy, smear campaigns, people I know personally said, I can't believe you're quoting that epidemiologist or that virologist. Don't you know how crazy she is? She was fired for stealing and da-da-da-da-da. And everything she said looks like it just might be true. Look at breast implants. I don't know about you, but I became the person I used to judge. (laughs) Can any of you relate to that? I used to judge people who got divorced. I'm divorced. I used to judge people who got plastic surgery, and then I went and got breast implants. I'm considering having my implants removed And I'm worried that some of that decision is coming from me feeling shamed by women who are getting theirs removed. They're not really shaming me. I'm saying it feels that way because of the way we live, the way our society is. Many times we make decisions based on what other people say and think and how they feel because we're not asking our own self. And I almost signed up for major, major, major surgery Because other people say that their implants have made them sick, and other people say that they're bad. And many women are like, just love your body as is. And I'm like, oh, well, then maybe I'm not a good person if I like my implants. Maybe I should be natural. And then I'm like, what am I doing? Oh, my God, I'm doing what I say I don't do. (laughs) It's a great example. So whether it's the way you dress or who you love or how you love or your religion or your not religion— You know, you believe in plant ceremonies or you believe in going to church on Sundays, whatever. How about we stay in our own lanes and how about we all think for ourselves? Because that right now is a lost art, thinking for ourselves. Your gut, your heart, your intuition, they don't lie. And if they're causing you to question something, follow that even when everybody and everything in the media and everything else tells you, that's not true, that's not true. We don't know what you're talking about. Look the other way. There's nothing to see here. If your intuition is getting pinged, that's wisdom. And it's okay to act on that. Also, it's okay to not say it. I used to think that I had to be the one that stands up and I'm going to be the the voice of change and I'm going to be the one that announces how I feel about everything. And I did it on social media. And then I looked at myself and I'm like, you know what? Maybe sometimes wisdom is silent. Maybe sometimes wisdom doesn't say a thing. So it doesn't mean you have to announce it. But your actions will speak for themselves. If you feel that you really want to live with someone before you're married, but you've been told that it's bad and wrong and you're worried what everybody will think, but that's what will make you happy and you truly believe that it's the right thing for you to do, what if you did? What if your parents and their friends just had to adjust? As Glennon Doyle says, they'll either come around or they won't. Either way, lovely. That's what I'm talking about. I will have what she's having. right. So I know some of the things I talked about here are polarizing and triggering. I get that. Love you all. I really don't care what your opinion is on any of this, and you shouldn't care what my opinion is on any of those topics. What I want to focus on in this collective is being ourselves, loving ourselves, and thinking for ourselves.